We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show live from Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Join us live tonight for in South Philly for the final Brandon Graham show uh, of the 2023 season at 6 p.m. Ike, my my parents are here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How about that. I know. It's like it's like when they come to watch you play sports. You know, except I'm hosting a, a radio show. And you didn't even tell me. So you know, I'm walking over there and I'm thinking, Mom is coming up to take a picture. Right? I know. She you're like, oh, here we go, another right annoying now. fan. No, that's not what I mean. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it is terrible. That's not what I thought. I was ready to take the picture. And she that's, was like, that's, no. what you, that's what you did to Scott Fransky. <laughs> <laughs> now that I felt terrible about that one too. <laughs> well, Fransky was decked out in Eagles gear with a hat on, and I didn't realize it was him. Yeah, wearing an L- uh, Larry Anderson jersey. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was wondering who the hell Forty Seven was, but I, you know, I thought he might have been a Nate Gary yeah, uh, fan, a big Nate Gary guy. Yeah. Who's Jack yeah. Fritz? Yeah. So, yeah, mom and dad is down here. I know. Two lovely people, man. Yeah. Yes, yes. So it was great to meet them. Yeah, it's good. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, you did not introduce me to well, them. Well, I went to the bathroom, and I thought they'd wait till I got out to come up and say hi, but then he's just wandering up here, you know. And again, you think, oh, here we go, another fan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Glad they're here. Glad they're Glad here. Glad they're here, man. Um, it's awesome. So let's get back to business. <laughs> I think A.J. Brown plays last game as an eagle last night. Yeah, I think A.J. Brown plays last game as an Eagle. And it bothers me to no end that a a captain, a captain, wasn't there. And, you know, like, how are you not there for a playoff game? And to go inside with, he's not there for a playoff game. He scrubs the Eagles off all social media. He can say he's going zero dark 30, whatever. You don't have to take all the Eagle stuff off in order for that to happen. And the only thing you leave up is motivational stuff. Weird, 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 weird. Don't get it. There's something off here. And I, I don't know, I, again, I know the knee injury. That should not stop you from, from going to Tampa last night and, and at least going down with your team. Like that's, there's some, between the, the head coach and the quarterback problem or the head coach, whatever, the A.J. Brown thing is also here as well. And I just don't know how a captain and someone that, that really cares about this team was not on the sideline last night for the game. I mean, T.J. Watt was in Buffalo. Yeah, and it was 10 feet of snow up there, so yeah, he had every reason not to go to the damn game. He could at least stay in the hotel or something. I don't know what the excuse is for him not being there last night. Yeah, I guess I was a little surprised, and we talked about this yesterday, and I kind of thought he would be there. I didn't, I didn't know if he was there or not. Uh, they certainly didn't have any shots of him on the sideline. I would imagine if he was on the sideline, even in street clothes, they would have had a shot of him on the sideline somewhere. Well, especially because, I mean, there was a lot of sideline shots last night. Yes. Goddard and, and Jalen got into it Yeah, at one point. I mean, they were, they were panning to miserable Eagles as much yeah. as they could. Yeah, and, and the fact that A.J.'s not playing would have been something I'm pretty sure television producers would have used as a storyline. And, again, if he's there on the sideline watching uh, or even uh, cheering or, dare I say, coaching up younger players, uh, that would have been pointed out by the analysts and that was not pointed out so um i guess i'm 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 more in the camp but i'm just, I'm, I'm surprised that he wasn't there yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that he wasn't there 
So I wanted to address that first before I get into this ridiculous assumption of yours that A.J. Brown isn't going to be back here next year. You've lost your mind. Just another day. Yeah, yeah, you've lost your mind. Uh, and this is one I'm hoping you're not right about. Well, and I don't. <laughs> this but, is what I'm hoping you're not right I, about. I like it. Like, A.J. Brown, we, we talk about in the same kind of level as T.O. Like, yeah. He's the best receiver I remember, like, yeah. year to year the Eagles have ever had. You know, and I know, obviously, I'm not going back to Mike Quick and, and oh, Harold. You're right. I think we all agree like, with that. A.J.'s yes. awesome. Yes. But there's a disconnect here as well. And. What happened last night, the social media stuff, not being out there to play, not even going down at least give me a, the, the old college try before the game, ruling mm-hmm. yourself out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It, something, something seems off with the AJ thing as well. And I just, I, I, honestly, I dread the day that I feel like I, I'm going to wake up to a Schefter notification of, of, of AJ Brown is requesting a trade from the Eagles. Yeah, I'd be shocked if that happens. Um, utterly shocked if that happens. AJ's just too good of a player. And we, <laughs> we're coming off a disappointing season, disappointing ending to the season. Uh, the last thing we need to be doing is getting rid of uh, arguably our best player on the team. He certainly is in the top three uh, as best players on the team, either side of the ball. And he's at an age where you got a lot of good football left 25. In him. Yeah, he's 25, 26 years old. So I'd be shocked at that. But why wasn't he there last night? I, I think that's a fair question. Like that bothers I, me. I do. I, I think that's a fair question. And I, like I said, I'm more surprised that he wasn't there uh, than anything. And it's certainly not a good look um, from his perspective. Um, I don't know. And, and I don't know where he fits it in some of the discord that may be going on with the team. We talk about connectivity all the time. Is he disconnected from certain facets of the team? Does he have any any underlining issues uh, with Jalen or anybody else? He didn't have a problem saying, don't put it on Coach Sirianni. As a matter of fact, <laughs> he put out there, <laughs> me and Jalen are improvising. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Coach's fault. He's up here taking bullets for us, looking like a fool. Could have used a better choice of words in describing that, but especially the current climate yeah, around yeah, Syriana. Yeah, but he's no—he's unfiltered, you know that. Um, but his point was to make that it's not Sirianni's fault, and he went out of his way to basically say, "Blame me and the quarterback for doing that." And I still think about those comments he made after that game. That was the game Jalen was sick. Yeah, I don't care. He's sick. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. That wasn't. That wasn't. Those weren't comments coming from a. First of all, supposed to be a close friend, the godfather, the god, Jalen's the godfather to his, his daughter, I mm-hmm. believe. Yes, yes. And you would have liked to hear a little bit more compassion and empathy for his quarterback and how you sort of couch what you're saying. And A.J.'s a smart player. If he's smart enough to know when he shouldn't be speaking, when he says something, he's saying it with purpose. There's a reason why he is speaking. Yep. He wants a certain message put out there. So – He's smart from that standpoint, and he made a point to make those comments. He made a point to defend Nick Sirianni when all this stuff, when, when he didn't speak for two weeks. We're talking about everybody speculating he was mad at the coach for those two weeks, and that's why he didn't speak. Was it something else he was mad about? Was well, and, it something else that he was ticked off about? And you, Someone else he's ticked <laughs> off at? Yeah, and you bring that up, and, and what, what really jogs my, my kind of memory with, with how the last month has gone, you know, they held the, the, the players-only meeting. And a part of the players' only meeting was trust what the coaches are running. Right. That's not saying, hey, these, we got to do it on our, on our own. Right. And, and that wasn't 
we need to be playing for ourselves and this and that and the other. Almost to where you're saying, forget about what the coaches are trying to do. You, we put it on us. This was more or less him saying, trust the coaches. Yeah, trust the coaches. Which and was he speaking to somebody? And that's right. <laughs> that, that's what I'm starting to believe more and more. Well, <laughs> you know, it will come out eventually. Oh yeah, yeah it will yeah, come yeah. out this this off season at some point. Again, I'm just letting you know when he's doing sit ups in the driveway. You remember this conversation? Oh my God! I think there's. I think. I think he's played last game as an eagle, and, and they'll try to bring it back. But it, there might be just a, a, a too big of a fracture in there, and, and it bothered me he wasn't there last night. It's a playoff game, and I don't care the. You know, maybe the plane was gonna mess up his rehab. The no. high, like, come on. No. Drive then, frankly. <laughs> no, he ain't. <laughs> and drive all the way down to Tampa. Have Herb. Where's Herb at? Herb will drive you. You might not get there. I, I think it's I think it's something we certainly need to continue to monitor. There's a lot to monitor after yeah. last night. Yeah. But the AJ Brown. Well, I'm just saying that AJ facet of yes. what his issues are. Yeah, that's that's real. Let's get back to the phones. Casey in North Carolina. What's happening, Casey? What's going on, y'all? I'm glad uh, that, that the mood of the show has uh, slowed down a little bit since the uh, first call. Cause yeah, well, me, listen, it's not very often. Yeah, it's not, not very often you get to shut the bleep up on the first caller, so. Yeah, I heard it. I was like, wait a minute. Wait, I forgot that you, know, you hear it different when you're on the phone. Yeah. And, yeah. No, you heard it. Yeah, you, you, you all heard it. <laughs> yep. And it's all over like, Twitter now, so that's good. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even not, not, yeah. not too much on my gut, Chuck. Chill out, man. But um, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to bring back this year, Yanni. I don't want to bring back. I, I know, you know one thing that I ain't heard nobody mention? Uh, what's the offensive line? Uh, Stoutland. Stoutland. Stoutland University, and he's the run game co- coordinator or whatever. Where's his voice at? Why he ain't standing on the ball, running the ball? How come his offensive unit is not doing what it is that they're supposed to do as far as, you know, picking up the blitz better than what they're picking it up? Like, so so for that reason, I said, we got to gut everybody, man. We got to wow, get We're, we're getting Stoutland out of here, too? We've fallen that far? Why not? I mean, you, you say that, and then it's like you still get offensive linemen jumping offside. Why, 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 Jordan, Jordan, my always talk about how he's the, you know, and I love Jordan, I really do. And I love Stout, but I mean, sometimes it's not like the same time, time to let go of, of Andy and maybe just be time, to, maybe just that time. Get the, get all of the old voices out that, you know, that apparently is not working. We just gotta, you gotta let it go. I don't want, I don't want, I like Nick. Nick doesn't show me that he has the football acumen to correct issues, and he, he doesn't have a, He's not a, a OC to the point where he calls the plays. He's not a DC where he's vital on either side of the ball. No. You can't be, you can't be purposeless on both sides of the ball and not be able to control the the, the temperature in the room. Well, he can't be the CEO type head coach and then they go one and five and get boat race in a playoff game. Like that's you can't. That's an and issue. Then, and then on top of that, when you got this lackluster explanation when you get up there in front of you. I don't care that you try. How about the fact that, you know, you're always trying to cover up for people? Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't need any more Nick Sirianni press conferences. You're not holding them accountable to the things that they're doing wrong. I, sometimes you got to put the flame on people in front of people so that way you're like, look, mm. I know the world watching. Nick's not going to cover up for me. Because if AJ and them out there freestyling and, they put, and Nick let it be known in front of people a little bit, not too much because you still got to keep it a little bit in-house. But if you put, a, put him on blast just a little bit in front of somebody, hold him accountable. Maybe he will go out there and do what he's supposed to be, run the routes he's supposed to. Maybe Jalen will do what he's supposed to. But Nick doesn't bring enough to the table to justify keeping him. Cause he's, what, so, so they're saying that 
my, my other thing, how is it that Brian Johnson is getting all these interview opportunities unless it's just a Rooney Rule thing? How is it that everybody else views him as a head coaching candidate, but our offense never has the answers? But then you hear stuff like, oh, well, this is my offense, and now the players don't know who's in control of the offense or whatnot. If that's the case, I wonder if Nick came and took over and made everything look worse because he's back. We know how he looked when he was the, you know, in play calling. It looked like what it looked like when he was in control two years ago. We stink, bro. We stink. And I, he was spot on. Everybody telling me, hey, don't laugh because, you know, tomorrow y'all might lose. No, we might lose tomorrow, so I'm going to, I might get my laugh. I felt so good Saturday. <laughs> I felt so good Saturday. I'm here smiling. I, I'm texting everybody. I'm texting my, my mama, all my cousins, everybody, they cowboy fans. I'm on everybody. Now they get me back, but at least I got my list. At least you got yours lost, in first. <laughs> they, lost, they lost worse than we did. So, I, you know, whatever. We got to tear it up, man. No, I'm with you there. Appreciate it, Casey. I'm with you there. Definitely enjoy the Cowboys' loss and don't regret it. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, the, the wind at our sails. You know, they're, they're going to go out there. The Cowboys lost. That's out of the way. And now we're back. Zero yeah. zero, new season. But but in all honesty, if you had already gotten to a point where you didn't believe this team was going to win the Super Bowl, the last, the other thing you didn't want to happen is the Cowboys to play in the Super Bowl. No, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right? Like I did you, think, didn't, I, you didn't want the Cowboys to go further than you, have more success than you. Right? Like, this is more or less our own undoing. Hmm? The Eagles. We saw this coming. The Cowboys were supposedly going into the playoffs on a hot streak, and this was the best chance they've had to get to the Super Bowl in decades. Like, all that stuff was there for them, and, they, and they're the first team to ever lose to the seventh seed. Yeah. I mean, a, the, the Lions are going to come there the week after. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to lose. I think they were going to lose that game. You know, the Lions coming off their high of, of winning their first home playoff game in 30 yeah. years, now going on the road. Um, yeah, but at the same time, I had that little inkling of, well, you knew we were next. Yeah, they better not ruin uh, you know, our Monday. The Twitter question sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Visit Mark's Jewelers for diamond engagement rings that fit every budget. Online at uh, marktypeandjewelers.com. Which would you rather see happen? See you're back with new coordinators or whole new coaching staff? New coordinators uh, still at 35%. So 65% want a whole new coaching staff. Bruce is in D.C. What's Bruce, happening, Bruce? I'm gonna answer, let me answer my own question. Uh-oh. Uh, me- no, Bruce. No. <laughs> Mad Mike. What's happening, Mike? Hey, how are we doing today, guys? Oh, awesome. <laughs> Things are going well, buddy. Things are going hey, well. It's weird. It's like some guy told you all season that this whole team... That it was not all season. You never wrong. called when they were 10-1. I was the one doing all the heavy lifting. Well, that's your job. You get paid for that. I don't get paid. I thought you're the, you, you told me this morning you're the new co-host. I said I should be. <laughs> I mean, I am the smart, smartest caller here. I mean, I told you last year Jalen's a fraud. I told you Nick Sirianni's just a puppet. And I told you Howie Roseman's a cancer that needs to be carved out of the team. But, and I've been saying that for years. I, I've been the world's smartest caller. And I guess... Like everybody should just listen. You to call me. yourself the world's small, smartest caller. Smartest caller. I am the, the smartest caller to WIP at least. I mean, you know, where's where's all those hard chargers and the Rioses and all the other <laughs> idiot callers of the world? 
Well, they're, they're passionate. They, they, they still no, care about stupid. this team, unlike you. <laughs> they're stupid, and they didn't. They, they got their their hearts broken last night while he's sitting there laughing the whole time. Every time, it was hilarious watching in his defeated, stupid face. And and oh, where's where was the head coach with all his yelling at the crowd? Oh, you don't do that when you get your your butt kicked, do you? I'm so. Well, why why would he do it? Why would he do that? I couldn't be happier that that smug. Stupid coach got canned, and I hope I wish they would have left him there so he could hitchhike home. Well, he didn't get canned. He should have. <laughs> who's who, who's your replacement, Mike? I'm curious to see who's on the Mike, Mad well, Mike Bigboard. I board. mean, you know how I feel about it. As long as you have Howie Roseman, uh, give me an answer. You're, not gonna, you're just going to get some scrub that they're going to say is going to be, oh well, he's a real good in- offensive innovator who's never done anything, and they just tell him what to do. That's your next head coach. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. Honestly, like if they view this as this is more of a, a culture problem than an offensive scheming problem, that's where you get the, the more established guy. And then Lurie has to have the conversation with Howie. Like, I still trust you, still my guy. You can still do all this. But, like, we need someone down there to, to rein this in, I guess, in a way. What if, they did, what if they do what they did the last time, like when they got rid of Doug? And there was seemingly a culture issue at that point, right? inside the locker room, what have you. And they decide, well, that's the type of coach we want here. And even if we throw, for lack of a better term, Nick Sirianni to the wolves by firing him, are they really bringing in a coach that's going to have that much of a different personality than Nick Sirianni had or Doug Peterson had? And maybe that leads to them leaning on their veterans as they did when Doug got fired. That's why it was important to keep Fletcher around, Jason around, Brandon around. Because those guys are Eagles and they've been Eagles for a long time. So when you have a coach coming in, a new coach coming in, who isn't a strong personality or a real disciplinarian type of coach, you almost need the players to police the locker room, and set the tone and the culture. That's what helped Nick Sirianni out. But at the same time, I mean, Kelsey allegedly retired. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. BG wants one more year. Mm-hmm. Fletch, we'll, we'll see. Well, Who, money keeps all those guys here. Sure. And that's how you keep guys around. Sure, but I don't think, I don't think we can say they're going to play for the next two years. You know what I mean? So, like, what's the, what's the next core? Who's the next young leaders? To help carry on those guys' message. Oh, I think you still got the same young core. That's your 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 Jalen's, your uh, Landon Dickerson's, Cam Jurgens, Mylotta, uh, Mylotta, Devonte Smith. You look on the defensive side of the ball. You got the two defensive tackles there, uh, and Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter. I think Sidney Brown is a sort of guy you want in your locker room. I think he's a great example of what you want as an Eagle. And there's some good qualities there that he would make a good leader for that next phase of leaders uh, in the locker room. But sometimes a new head coach needs veterans to lean on. And that's where you keep guys like a brand. What other reason would you keep guys like that around? Like I literally heard somebody say today, was it was it Howard that said it? It might have been Howard that I heard on with the midday guys where he thought Brandon Graham would be back next year. What other reason are you keeping those guys around if not to be leaders in your locker room? 
I agree. Now, you didn't keep Brandon around for his production on the field. Mm-hmm. He's a great leader in the locker room. The, the production is an added bonus for BG. Yeah. But I guess I'm trying to think of what players they moved on from after 2020 to try to get the locker room back. I mean, obviously, Wentz was out of there. Yeah. They're not going to do that with Jalen. They like, eventually moved on from Alshon. <laughs> eventually, once the, the contract ran out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure, I mean, off the top of my head, it's really, it's really those. The only guy they really kept around here was Derek Barnett. Right. And I know he reminded everybody of, of uh, uh, I don't know, what, what, what all-pro edge rusher do you want me to name? Terrell Suggs. Uh, Saturday, because everybody was flipping out. Oh, Derek Barnett, look at what Derek Barnett's doing. Couldn't get on the field here. Listen, man, he has two and a half sacks in four games. Awesome. When did he get near a quarterback when he was here? I know. He did nothing but commit penalties. It's an issue. That's a guy who realized he's on his last leg, so I better make good with this opportunity that I'm getting and make something out of it. That's all that was. I mean, he was literally on a team that was 10-1 and and the favorite in the NFC, and he wanted to be off the team. Hmm? That's why they got rid of him. Yeah. And Nolan Smith, I think they thought maybe he could edge rush. Well, of course, he was always going to be there. Yeah. He drafted him in the first round. Everybody loved him when they drafted him. Yeah, and now he's tripping. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a funny thing. Everybody loved the Georgia players when we were drafting all Georgia players. Now you don't like any of them. No, no never a doubt. <laughs> Dave's and Manny on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, are we still the Philadelphia Bulldogs? Oh, yeah. the Philly Dogs. Philly Dogs. What's happening, Dave? Yo, what's going on, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. What's up, Dave? Man... All I can say is, last night, bro, that had to be the most heartbreaking loss in, you know, our city's history, honestly. It's just, from the jump, we were not prepared at all, at all. The coaching staff did not put our players in the correct position. The game plan was non-existent. They didn't do anything different. We've literally lived in sand for the last two months kept doing the same thing over and over and over and not one time did we try to change anything like are they freaking stubborn what were they doing i just don't understand they literally i, like, I couldn't tell who was calling plays last night who was calling plays last night they let brian job. johnson call the plays last i saw night. i saw nick with the laminated sheet well, he, yeah, sometimes he could just be looking at the plays. Yeah, well, listen, put it down. <laughs> well, whoever was calling the plays obviously did not watch any tape. They didn't do anything different. <laughs> They've yeah, really done the same thing for two months. But do you think they're just sitting in meetings than- being like, ramming their head against the wall thing, they're going to do the same thing? Or, or, or is the quarterback not seeing it? I mean, what is he supposed to see? Streaks up and down the field every single play? They're ah. running bubble screens every other time. There was not a lot of bubble sprints last night. They're <laughs> not giving them any options. They're trying anything different. The RPO is non-existent. They're relying on him to throw streaks. Streaks without our best receiver out there. Like, what are we trying to do? Well, maybe that's what the quarterback wants to throw. I, I don't know. There's the, – with, with the, the, the blitz thing – you know, you keep seeing the blitz, and, and last night, again, they had no answers to it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I, I've struggled to believe that – all those coaching staffs are just like watching it like, oh, this will work against the Blitz. You know, like they are doing something during the week. They know that Todd Bowles and Wink Martindale are going to Blitz. So like, <laughs> Yeah, you know you're getting Blitz. So at some, at some point it's, it's not just the coaching staff. I mean, the quarterback has to have some blame on that. But 
I mean, we'll never, we'll never really know. Yeah, I, listen, we've been talking about this, picking up the blitz. And <laughs> this the new thing. We act thing. like it's the most complicated thing to do in the world. Yeah. And it really isn't. It's the main talking point for people. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been talking about it for weeks. I know. Yeah, it, it really is a massive the most problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's a massive problem for people. Well, one guy who should have an answer uh, on the problems against the Blitz is Donovan McNabb. And oh. he's coming up next. Oh, let's see if five is still positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Positivity, Donovan McNabb will join the show next. Uh, would he move on from the head coach, coordinator? How would he fix this? Uh, what's in store for this offense? Did A.J. Brown play his last game as an Eagle? All of that. <laughs> <laughs> with Donovan coming up next. It is uh, Ike Reese, Jack Fritz, live from Chickies and Pete's uh, in South Philly. Pre-game, in-game, or post-game, basketball and hockey are better at Chickies and Pete's. Find a location near you at chickiesandpeets.com. We'll get back to your phone calls after Donovan McNabb coming up next here on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.